You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last night. night. Coming to you from Stand Up New York Labs. Guys We guys Fucked. Fuck. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut shaming podcast. It's a fun one. It's summer, baby. <laughs> those titties are flying free. Oh, God. When I, I say those, I mean that. mine. Well, I mean. I'm not wearing a bra. Nice. Very, good. It's very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Wait, uh, like because m- mentally? Get, yes, because when my nipples are hard. <laughs> I, it's so hot when you're wearing black. I know, but I know, but in my office is really cold, so I go outside and my nipples are really hard, and I'm just like, oh no, I don't want anybody to see my nipples. You don't deserve to see my nipples. <laughs> it just makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me oh. feel like stared at, and I don't like it. Uh, I mean, I like the feeling of people are no staring bra. at people are staring at you, uh, no matter what I think. Um, we're, sta- under, we're all staring at each other under boob sweat. Ugh. Can we talk about that, ladies. <laughs> what the fuck? And some men. Well, Some men have under boob sweat. Under boob sweat, and also then you, you <clears throat> just get like the like the zits all down oh, your chest, I which is repulsive. That. I know, I hate it. Yeah, how you doing? I'm 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 exa- I'm just really tired. Are you on a what's going on? Um, I was gonna say, are you on a cleanse? No. Okay, I just said that because I want to let everyone know that I'm on a cleanse. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm eating healthy. don't sound energetic. But I'm not on a, I, I can't do a cleanse in this heat. Holy shit, Foxwoods. Yeah. We Oof. went there. Guys. Uh, Thanks for coming out, everybody. The hordes of fans, thank you for coming out. No, it was like they were, they were packed shows. Whether or not people were there to see us, I do not know. But it was uh, fun. That bus ride was something fucking else. I don't know if you guys follow Christina and I on Twitter, but... Uh, or Instagram. You we need, took a lot of pictures. You need to because there, a lot, there, was, there was homeless youths on our, <laughs> on our bus. Yeah, you know those like... Uh, uh, dreadlock, pit bull, poor, dirty people. Like yeah. those kids that hang out in Union Square. We have nothing against for. homeless people, but I do have... Uh, they were against. drunk and obnoxious. Yeah, and that's not, not okay for anybody, homeless or not. And they each had a dog with them, and they put a service vest on the dog, and they announced when, like, on the bus, it's okay, I have seizures, it's a service dog. I'm like, do you have seizures because you get really wasted and your dog needs to recover you? I don't know what the fuck service this poor dog is giving you, but it's right. certainly not medical. And I was like, by golly, this is the greatest love story of all time. One homeless, uh, young homeless person found another homeless person who oh. both suffer from seizures and have <laughs> the a same, service dog? The same breed service dog? This is dog. amazing. <laughs> a love like that does exist. I didn't, I never knew. And then... What happened next? The guy threw up all over his dog. Threw up on his dog. I thought it was water. I thought it was like a bowl of water on the floor that he gave his dog. Fucking threw up on his fucking dog. It was that dog. pure alcohol vomit, everybody. Yeah, clear vomit. I and explained it, it in depth to my best friend, Paul, and she was like, stop, <laughs> stop describing the vomit. <laughs> I was like, sorry, sorry. Is that a Paul talk? Uh, not stop at all. describing Not at all. Vomit. She doesn't have a New Jersey accent at all. <laughs> Don't describe the fucking vomit to me again. I swear She's to God. not. She doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, do- the dog got vomited on, but I thought it was water. He came up to our seat. He walked down the aisle and came up to our seat, and we're like, oh, you got water on you and I have my headphones in and this girl across from us was like trying to get my attention and I was like fuck you I'm playing with the dog now and then she was like no 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 like that guy threw up all over his dog like that's right. not water. well and then and you like, got ah! up you got up and the dog leapt to freedom into my Went lap on my seat on your seat and then Christina like you know just stood just like sat on the like the little corner of the thing because the thing was like I was like this dog's been through a lot you know what? Um, this is probably not. This is not the first time I've touched vomit. Not gonna be the last time. Just you know, for the sake of the dog, right? Yeah, yeah. The dog was scared because I don't know if our listeners know. This is Corinne. Um, that uh, I was a dog in my past life. She was. So dogs a, talk to her. I have a deep connection. I know you guys are laughing at home, but Christina's the only one who believes me, and I mm. really appreciate that because it's true. No, it's true. I've seen it. I've seen it in action. Yeah. Dogs have like very odd bonds with you. But they're yeah. very tight. Yeah. They always come up to me <laughs> on the street. It's fun. Yeah. We got slut shamed at the casino. Mm. And I got a lot of it on tape. Yeah. Holy shit, the world's worst people go to casinos. I can't believe you just were finding that out. I don't go to casinos. I don't yeah. can't afford to lose five dollars. What yeah. am I gonna fucking gamble? I don't want to gamble. I thought it was just kind of something that people knew. Oh uh, yeah. I didn't know that. So uh yeah, we got groped. Yeah. I got real mad. Yeah. Uh yeah. 
That wasn't fun. Guys, don't grope. I mean, we had a good time overall. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really fun. That's uh, I was just like shocked. I'm like, is this how it's like for people? It's like it's, it's like a human zoo. Yeah, it is. Like It's like a cruise in the middle of the woods filled with the worst people and you can't get out. Yeah, pretty but much. We did go to a pool. That was really fun. Going to a pool is always the best. And um, only the waitresses were super sexy. Yeah. But everyone else was like average. So we, like, we, we felt belong. great. <laughs> oh, and big news. I used a tampon. Oh, you, she correctly. did. I, I didn't even know you were going to do it. And you came out. And you're like, well, put a tampon in. And I high-fived her. <laughs> Somebody, I, uh, I wish we were making that up, but we're not. We're That's not exactly making, well, what happened. There's a few people who commented on SoundCloud saying like, uh, thank God someone yeah. else voiced their disgust for tampons. I feel yeah. the same way. Like, listen, guys, I, I didn't, I didn't like love it and I wouldn't wear it as my primary choice of uh, menstrual su- blood suckage or whatever, or absorbency. <laughs> <laughs> so like I put a vampire in my twat, uh, but yeah. I'll be one happy vampire, <laughs> but you know, um, Okay, that's a whole other episode about my obsession with vampires and how I want someone to suck my blood sexually. Anyway, okay. not from my vagina. That's a different kind of blood. That's like a stank blood. Ew, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get uh, to it. Uh, you want to start or am I starting? What's you happening? start because I want you to read two. Okay, great. We got some great emails. Guys, you've been hitting it out of the ballpark. Sorry about last night's show at gmail.com is where you email us if you want to email us some stuff. Yeah, and before we forget, we've like put this on social media and stuff. We're on iTunes now, guys. Oh, Oh yeah, so we're on iTunes. If you wanna just search guys we fucked, it'll come up as guys we f asterisk asterisk blah blah blah. You know D, and I, I'm not happy about that. But you know we're on there and it's great and wonderful. But you know if you like SoundCloud, stick with that too because it's cool. Whatever you want, just you have uh, you're on, you have options now. That's what America's all about. So uh, Carrie wrote to us, hopefully she, that's okay that I said her name. Uh, First off, thanks for putting yourselves out there in order to engage these topics in conversation, blah, blah, blah. Uh, About me, uh, no, because I realized you highlighted below this. About me, a 30-year-old working professional in St. Louis. Recently, I've been spending an obscene amount of time with a guy I met about a year ago. We became friends, oh, I did want to read this, instantly and remained close. We just click. More than not, he has been the one I spend the weekend with. Love guys like that. He's the first person I get a text from in the morning and the last person I text at night. Constantly telling me I look good, smell good, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Naturally, I'm wanting to take this to the next level and try an intimate relationship, uh, but he never makes a move. We've slept in the same tent together. That was a bad move just because you were camping uh, for two nights and (laughs) nothing happened. Now, I did date a few guys within this time frame. Nothing serious. I'm a fucking scorpion and I have needs, you know? Um, Sure. Um... But he never met any of them, and I never revealed any kind of details. He, on the other hand, dated one girl for two weeks, then felt the need to go out of his way and tell me they never had sex. Hmm. This last weekend, I decided to take matters into my own hands and tell him how I feel, mostly because I just need to know if this relationship has a future on a sexual level. I tell him what a great guy he is, how I cherish him as a friend, all my emotions, yada, yada, yada. He tells me he's flattered but just wants to be friends. Uh, what did I do wrong? I'm no supermodel, but I know I'm not a dog either. From a man's perspective, what puts me in the category of, quote, unfuckable? Like in When Harry Met Sally, is there really a point where you can't see that person in a sexual light anymore? Uh, yes, there is when someone farts in your face, if you remember the Tommy episode. Um, obviously, he likes spending time with me. Is it a physical thing? Honestly, I need to know how I can prevent this in the future. He really seemed like he wanted to fuck you. You know what? Then I'm Except gonna... for that time where he said he didn't want to fuck you. <laughs> But no, sleeping, tell, the last person you text at night, first person you text, he's either... I have a simple answer for this. Is, he's gay. That's what I was going to say. He's gay. He's that, gay. I, I, read this, I read this when I was at work, and literally, I read it, it he's gay. Yeah. And I know, you know, oh, but he went on a date, dated another girl Does for two... Does not matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he married someone and All had kids. gay men dated a girl for two weeks. That's why it lasted two weeks, because yeah. after they did all the things that gay men like to do with girls, and I know this is real stereotypical, whatever, it's Pride Week, but this is kind of... Dude, mean, I fell in love with so many gay guys in oh high school. Oh my God. Because we got along so well. We were best friends. Who we compliment each other. a gay guy? We were touchy-feely. It was wonderful. I knew, at the time, I knew they were gay, but, you know, if I didn't, I'd probably fall for them. And listen, on the outside chance that he's not gay and we're incorrect on this matter uh you know what Uh, i don't know what puts you into the category of unfuckable i mean obviously it you know sometimes it is just a look thing but if someone's a man is spending this much time with you and he is straight i've never even heard of a man spending this much time with a woman who didn't want to fuck i don't think it's never happened in the history of time but i would make a move um yeah but she already she She already talked yeah but 
Uh, I'd, I'd be after more direct. someone quite clearly told me they didn't want to fuck me, I don't think I would make a move. Yeah. If you, especially if you want to maintain this friendship. And also, it, it, but it's hard to maintain a friendship once you made it clear that I want to fuck you, but you don't want to fuck me. That's, I, that's, sometimes you can go backwards, difficult. but it is difficult. It's difficult. It's awkward. It's never going to be the same. I've had so many friendships with guys that like if they wanted to fuck me and I'm like, oh, right. I think I'd like, you're really nice. Let me try and see if I want to. And it just ends up not, nah, I'm just not sexually attracted to you. And it always, they're always like, all right, bye. I'm like, so what? Uh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bye. Then fuck you, dude. But I think there's a really uh, easy solution to this, whether what, no matter what his sexual orientation is. Okay. If he's gay, you know, keep being friends. That's cool. And you know, you w- won't be the first girl in history or the last to fall uh, for a gay guy. It's happened to us, the best of us. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. But but I mean, if someone doesn't want to fuck you, don't sit around thinking of why he doesn't want to fuck you or trying to look for reasons what is wrong with you. On to the next. Nothing is wrong with you. His loss, move on. Don't waste another second of your time thinking about it. You're not going to get any answers. You're just going to drive yourself crazy. Yes. Easier said than done. But yeah, yes. of course. Of course. Uh, Morgan. Morgan wrote us an email. She says, hey, ladies, my name's Morgan. I really love your podcast and the purpose behind it. It personally helps me handle the slut shame I receive hearing you guys talk so proudly and openly. So thank you. With that said, I have a question for you. Should someone handle shame from a sexual situation as sexual situation the same as the, they handle shame for sex alone, or should you consider the situation shame? For example, the first time I had sex, it was with somebody, someone whose personality repulsed me. Is this Corinne writing? What is this fucking <laughs> shit? But I, I, had, wrote, I wrote us under a pseudonym. <laughs> but, I, but I had sex with him because I felt obligated after he walked me four miles home and brought me, bought me chocolate milk, found my missing That's phone. That's not my first drink option after a four-mile walk, found, I must say. Milk was a bad idea. <laughs> I had to. Found my missing phone and backpack. Whoa, what a MacGyver. <laughs> and kissed my vomit mouth many times. This guy kind of sounds pretty nice. <laughs> And I was so drunk, I literally puked all over him. Literally. I puked puked on his dick. We had sex outside in the park. I got shamed a lot because of this. Uh, Not just the fact that I had sex, but that I puked all over him and that it was in the park and that I hate who I did it with. So I guess what I'm asking here is, is shaming the specific situation different than shaming the sex? And should you consider it differently? Like, Like accept the shame because puking on someone's dick is not okay. I don't look. Have you puked on someone's dick? No, but we've all done shit we've we're not proud of. We've all puked or shat or perioded yeah, or I've... peed on someone. <laughs> it fucking happens, okay? So you should not, first of all, nothing you did should be, I don't think you should feel ashamed for anything you did. That's fucking, you're a kid, you're young. You're, I was, oh, you don't say how, do you say how old you are? Well, I don't think you do. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. No, it People doesn't fucking matter. do that. I mean, I've never puked on someone's dick, but uh, that being said, I have woken up in a pool of upchucked picklebacks <laughs> that I magically got all in the same pillow. Wait, in, you puked in the middle of sleep? In an emotionally abusive relationship. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was obtaining an alcoholic and I was like, and you know me, I can't, I have to accept a challenge. So I tried to keep up and I was like, you know what, Corinne, sometimes you don't need to keep up with people, especially when they're alcoholics. Yeah, you got to do you. Yeah. And not be an alcoholic. He was an alcoholic. His roommate who he's now married to was an alcoholic. I mean, it was not, it was First not my all, proudest moments. I, but also the, the gesture of having sex with somebody who is personality repulses you. I don't know why the personality repulses you. He seems like a nice Ooh, person. I love to fuck the shit out of people who repulse me. Uh, not physically. He but. seems like a nice guy if he's willing to do all that stuff for you. Maybe he was doing it for, to get his D wet, you know? Yeah. I mean, but let's I, hope he was doing it to get I, his D haven't wet. You ever, haven't you felt that current where you're like, well, you were so nice and you paid for dinner. I guess I'll fuck you. Absolutely. That's a big reason that's I don't go on dates with so people because I don't want to feel like I owe them anything. Yeah. You never owe someone your You pussy do not. But I know dick. I totally understand how you could feel that way. Yeah, I understand because it's so I don't nice. like people paying for me. I don't I, like people doing me things until we're in a relationship. The most important thing to realize is you do not know, owe anybody anything. There was never a, well, if I walk you home, no. you fuck me. Like Absolutely the, if, not. And if he would have said that, you would have said, uh, no, I'd rather walk home alone. Yeah. I, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, so you never owe anybody anything but that being said i totally get why you're like well you know and i don't you know and you fucked them anyway that's i've done that i've done that before yeah i've done that and i've not regretted and i've done that and i have regretted but you know what i fucking i did it and whatever when you're drunk everyone becomes a lot more fuckable that's why everyone looks great (laughs) when i'm wasted and i want to have sex with a lot more people yeah and your loins just feel free and you're like let's do this you know i feel like a flower child when i'm drinking yeah it's so free i just want to rub up against everybody it's great oh (laughs) that's how so i knew it was summer i I really felt it because i was like i wanted there was like a, a, a not even attractive post 
postman taking letters out of a mailbox and I was like I wanted to fuck him like I just wanted to fuck everybody you just want to fuck people in the summertime oh I my don't. god I feel so sweaty I that underboob sweat really gets get to me get naked and like I, I want to be naked you know because I'm not the kind of person who like wants I'm never naked in front of other people who aren't my boyfriend or someone I'm fucking oh I love I, I never I never I'm not like that girl in ballet class who just got naked and was like fuck you guys blah 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 right, here right, I am right. like I'm just not but yeah, I get that. During the summertime, I'm like, God, it'd be nice if clothing was, clothing was optional. I know you'll you'll even be like, I, you'll even be like, I had to go in the other room and change. I'm like, Christine, I've seen your boobs, and I'm like, I don't. I know, I'm so conservative. I don't know. It why. just doesn't it's like, weird. I don't. I know you don't give a shit. I just I don't know. Uh, I don't know what my deal is. No, it's fine. Whatever. It's your body. Do with it what you please. Um. All right. So Brian writes us. He says, Hey, girls. And then he tells him about himself. And then he goes this. A little bit about myself. I'm the type of guy Corinne wouldn't like. I'm too nice. Ha ha. <laughs> As a child like you, I grew up without religion. We were always told to just be good people and try your best. While growing up, I generally walked to the beat of my own drum. Oh, God. So many teachers said that about me. Thus, I was picked on a lot. The popular taunt was being called gay and a girl. As I got older and naked in the locker room uh, became a thing, I was teased for having a small penis because I was the only one who didn't pull on my... My dick until I got a quote partial. Okay. That's pretty gay. Guys. Board uh, of education. Uh, I try to not let it bother me, <laughs> but it's something that's always in the back of my mind. According to studies, I'm average size. I've never had anyone complain about the size, and I've always been able to satisfy the girl that I'm with. Although, even still, I can't help but wonder, is size really that big of a deal? Uh, with porn showing guys with torpedo dicks and girls raving about how big her boyfriend is, it's hard not to be insecure about this. It's not how big it is. It's how you wiggle your worm. <laughs> Drawing from your experiences, do you think this is true? Um, on a different subject, I love going down on girls. Oh my God, that's the best thing. Um, it honestly gives me more pleasure than getting a blowjob. You're awesome. And I do like you and we can date. Uh, <laughs> I've heard from friends that got uh, lots of guys have no idea what they are doing down there. Absolutely true. I'm wondering if there are any pointers that you could give me and all the men listening to your podcast. Love that you love going on down on girls. That there's two things. You don't need a fancy car. You don't need to take people to nice dinners. You need to learn how to give good oral sex and a good back massage. That's all you need, guys. Oh, I gave you the fucking back key. Massage. That's the key. You know key what? To I, life. You know what I hate? You know what I hate? What do you hate? When someone goes to give you a back massage and they're like, "Ugh, fine, here." You have to ask for it. And they're oh like, here. yeah. And then two seconds, like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was that? Give me 15 minutes. 20. Put a little lotion on your hands and take your time. You, you know, do I? Do you, you know, just give me a back massage. Need my nuts. The way I suck your dick. <laughs> I'm not loving being Thank down you. there. That's our T-shirt. <laughs> give me a back massage the way I suck your dick. All right, massage for a blowjob. Okay, get into and we'll it. spend as much time. Yeah, Stanislavski, that shit. Be, put, pretend it's a pretend. Get an objective in your head. Pretend you're rubbing down fucking uh, Mina Suvari. I don't know who you like. <laughs> That's the first person that came to my mind. Well, they're gonna say LL Cool J. Mila Kunis. It's yeah. someone else. You know, I don't even care. Just give. <laughs> I don't care if you got to fantasize about another girl while you're rubbing good, my back. Oh, I don't care. Rub my goddamn back. Oh my god, bitch. Rub my, oh gosh. <laughs> I hate the short massages. Yeah, that's that's worse than no. Just if you, just that's Don't worse even than do no it. massage. That's a tease. Yeah, that's a blue ball. Yeah, that we is, get. That's how women get. That's blue a ball. female blue ball. That's exactly. Fucking, you fucking twats. That's don't blue ball us. <laughs> that is the girl. I get so. I do. I really get mad when that happens. And you should. <laughs> it's an I'm injustice. Like, oh my god, these two seconds were so good. Please give me. I more. think we should be able to take people to court based on that because <laughs> it's fucking unfair. Then guys are gonna want to take women to court for blue ball. Oh, that's true. I'm sure you know, someone's tried to do be an it. Uproar. There's always some story about some guy who like goes ape shit because his girl doesn't go down on him. I, Which I've know, never heard a girl doing that. Uh, oh, girl going it. Well, she should. But <laughs> I get. But here's the thing though. If a guy here's all the time like uh you know she wouldn't she she doesn't give me blowjobs it's kind of a deal breaker talk like i i get that i get the whole blowjob thing i think thing. that's fine yeah i i get how, why that's a deal breaker yeah i really do because sexual compatibility is so fucking important if you're not if you're just hold if you're just like holding your breath and not really saying what you want to say after sex or during sex then that ain't going well yeah you gotta talk it out yeah motherfucker <laughs> so we're our guest today is yeah. the guy you fucked. It's a guy I fucked. His name's Dave. David. David. Sorry. Yeah, I think sorry. he's a David, not a David. Yeah, I dated him. a David. He's a David. I never call him Dave. Yeah. Oh my God, gross. Um, interesting. So you met him at an improv class. You were, it was improv three hundred one or something. Uh, it was definitely not three hundred one. I think it was four hundred one. Okay. The interesting thing about this story that you were telling me is, 
he's an attractive person and you had known him for however many weeks you're doing the improv class on right point, but your good friend pointed out at a show that he was attractive yeah. and then this light ball clicked in your head and you're like oh yep no he is i'm gonna go for it yeah that's so interesting when i'm alarming i could this, this is was the start of hitler's regime right here and this is, <laughs> <laughs> well this was the first casual dating that you had because you basically went through your whole high school no dating no boyfriend <laughs> this is how charles manson Got all those women to kill people. <laughs> no, um, no, I no, that's not true. I had boyfriends in high school, and I had. A, oh, you did? Yeah. You said you didn't date, I, or you I didn't, didn't care I didn't, about dating. Uh, I didn't date anyone in my hometown because they're gross. Um, <laughs> sorry, you. But you didn't have sex in high school. No, I didn't have sex. Okay. I didn't have sex till college. But I, I had, a, I had a boyfriend named uh, Alex. Yeah, yeah, in um high school, and he was a he was a serious boyfriend. I really really liked him a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, nothing physical or anything. Well, well, physical, but not not yeah insertion. Not no no penis and did vagina. you just like hump each other until you yeah were yeah and that's there was high in the you know stuff like that but so so then you dated this guy tim yeah for five years yeah and then you and him broke up yeah because there was an open relationship aspect to it there was a lot of things there was a ton of stuff we outgrew each other a little bit you basically outgrew each other yeah Uh and so how long after you broke up with tim did you meet this guy like a five-year relationship i've never even been in a five-year relationship i think well i mean i think i met david in 2009 and i I had broken up with tim i believe february 2008 i want to say and that whole year i mean i was struggling uh, I was drinking a lot. I was gonna say you sound like fun, Corinne, over here. Like you. Oh, <laughs> I was, my my new year. My 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 roommate Vicky called me Corinne Fisher Party Animal. Really? That was my. I would come home at six in the morning. I, I was I was. How did you get that energy? I was. You know me. I yeah, always have yeah. energy. I was I was a crazy partier. We would go out once a week during the week, like Tuesday nights. We would go to this uh, bar, Angels and Kings. We would stay oh, out all night. Oh, I love all that. Yeah. Bar. No, I was I was. I was a crazy partier. Was there was just was it be, just because you had like have never really immersed yourself in that lifestyle? Yeah, I had never. Ha- I, I had gone through all college without ever being a party girl. I always had it in me. Um, I was sad. I was overworked. I missed Tim like crazy. I still miss Tim to this day. He was my best friend, you yeah, know. Yeah. And we we still talk and stuff, but I mean, it's not even close to being the same. Right. Of course. Yeah. So so this guy. So <laughs> you you went. You decided to go after him when uh when your friends that he was hot right which i think is so interesting because i've done that before too yeah when i'm like e- even if i'm on the f- even if i'm not even on the fence if i'm like oh, that's a person and then <laughs> someone goes that person's hot i'm like wait oh yeah that person's hot i'm gonna go make out with him by right <laughs> like, he was what? hot yeah yeah he's like he and he's funny like a- and he's ripped he's the only ripped guy you oh god nice bod yeah yeah like how Jack? Like like just like a good not like, like oh not like, like oh, Tommy Jack? Um Tommy's a little bigger now, uh, but just great for his size. Just nice. He took good. off his shirt. And I said, oh okay. And then that was the only Jacked guy you dated. Um. Well, I well my last guy was uh, Jack. The, oh, old, the older man. Yeah. Had a thinner Jack. Yeah. Like, like a, a Tommy Lee Jack. But yeah, he's, yeah. 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 Ah, uh, fuck it. No, no I'm no, just no, gonna no, miss. No, no. no. He's fuck that shit. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Uh, so we're gonna call him. Yeah. I'm. I'm kind of nervous. Like, I, I, this is the first person because you, you never. I, you went on a few dates with him. I don't you really fucks. know him. And then you just kind of. He's been really nice up. though. About I fucking sent him like a press packet. I'm like, do you want to do the show? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> you know this podcast. Uh, oh my god. But yeah. So okay. This is this. Yeah. This is. I was a little nervous about this one. Um, have I haven't you talked to him on the phone yet. Oh, I haven't talked to him in like five years. We've texted and emailed a little bit. Can we? Is that? <laughs> is that like a good level? The ringing scares me. Hello. Hi. May I, may I please speak with David? <laughs> That's yeah. Me. Hi, David. This is Christina. What are you wearing? Just kidding. Hi. How are you? It's Corinne and Christina. Good. How are you doing? Good. Good to hear me. Good. You too. I haven't talked to you in ever. This <laughs> yeah, is my first time. Is, yeah. Hi, this is Corinne. I, I was like, this is weird because like, I know you, but we don't really know each, like, we don't really know each other. No, it's been like a long time. It's been like four years or so. And we just met like through UCB classes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we were telling everybody how you guys met and kind of Corinne was coming out of this five-year relationship and you would have this class going on and she was, she actually showed me 
this screenshot of a <laughs> Facebook message where she said, hey, I just like something like, hey, I just want to let you know I think you're sexy. You, oh, sorry. It was so sexy with a lot of O's. So sexy. And like every other one was capitalized and like those stars. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I now, yeah, I forgot about that, but I remember that now. That was crazy. And I was like, I was like, uh, so what are you doing tonight? So I was like, okay, yeah. you jump on this. Well, the thing was, I I didn't. So my if the the behind the scenes on that Facebook message is that my roommate at the time had come to see our UCB show, and she was like, "Oh my god, that guy in your class is so hot!" And like, not that you're not hot, but I didn't know who she was talking about because there was like, I like I like all basically all men who are funny. I want to have sex with. But she mainly likes fatties. <laughs> and you're not a fatty. No, and you're not a fatty and at all. <laughs> and so and then what if he's fat now? Are you fat now? Are you fat Sorry. now? No, 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 no. Oh, then she still doesn't like. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, and then my roommate can like she convinced me how hot you were, and then I was like, you know what? You are right. He is hot. <laughs> I need to send him so, a message regarding that whole this. message on Facebook was just like your roommate convincing you that I was hot. <laughs> how pissed are you? But right it now? worked, and oh, this man. is this. I think this is an yeah, interesting it did work. thing. Holy crap. <laughs> But have you ever have you ever had that experience where like you see a girl and you don't think he, she's really hot, but all your friends think she's hot, and then you're like, you know what, she is hot. She kind of see her in a different light because everyone else wants her. I don't know if I have had that <laughs> specific experience. I think like definitely there is the if other people think they're attractive and like you're giving attention to that person that you're like, oh wait, what am I missing? And then you go like investigate it more. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so I guess, like, kind of. Um, I've definitely had the experience of, like, oh, you see someone, and then you spend more time with them, or, like, they surprise you in some way, and, like, oh, their coolness or something about them makes them more sexually attractive. Now, with Corinne, when you saw her, did you think she was really attractive, or did you kind of, like, yeah, I'm open to getting to know you? <laughs> <laughs> I remember this, because I was thinking about this, Um I remember being in that class, and there was some, like, scene or something. For whatever reason, yeah, Corinne, like, came across as, like, a very sexual person. And, like, I wanted to – I was, like, before you had written me that note, I, I remember, like, oh, man, I want to sleep with her. Oh, <laughs> my nice. penis is talking to me. I better in, like, listen. In like, a, in, like, a nice way. You know? <laughs> well, I feel like there's some girls who just, like, look like they want to get fucked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like have that sex eye. Listen. The sex face. Oh, I have I have heard this many times before about myself. I and and also like I like like I drip sexuality. I actually got a note from Zach Woods, who is now on Silicon oh. is he on Silicon Valley. Yeah, he's on Silicon Valley. His he's on the note office. was like he's like, You're a good improviser, but uh you you really use sex in a lot of your scene work. <laughs> and I was like, uh <laughs> oh Zach Woods, you're so you have a good eye. You're, you're on point. You're on yeah, point. You listen. Yeah. yeah, no. So that's and also I had I mean, because I had just gotten out of this five year relationship, like I was ready to fuck. Like I was like <laughs> I wanted to fuck everybody. Well, so let's go there, David, shall we? Uh let's go back in time. Uh so I Corinne, wish I remember. Right. Corinne was telling me, sure. I don't know, let's, yeah, try and remember as much as you can, but in typical Corinne fashion, she arrives <laughs> at her first, your first date together at a sushi restaurant and she tells you she's wasted. Did I tell drunk. you? Because I was. I, I don't remember if you told me or not. I think that you alluded to it somewhere <laughs> halfway in between. Uh, yeah, I think somewhere around there probably was. It was, it was vague on the details. I do remember that you brought up, and this is like a, a moment that I was like, oh, that's a little weird. I think you like <laughs> brought up what I was wearing as my Halloween costume like the year before or two years <laughs> behind. I knew. Stalker. I knew at that moment, like, oh, you've been looking at all of my Facebook <laughs> Oh, Corinne, it's Facebook, never a mystery. Facebook never a mystery. was <laughs> way newer back then. So, like, I mean, I was like a fucking detective. <laughs> oh, shit, I could see his family yeah. photos from Christmas. But all right. I mean, I think if someone you, you don't really know that well, I mean, I think... As a safety Doing precaution, but I'm not going to bring my investigations up to the table. Well, that's my problem. I have no filter, so I just tell everyone everything that I did because I don't. Ha I have no. I don't understand the feeling of shame. So, and that's not always great, you know. <laughs> Some maybe shame has its place in society. Did that freak you out, David? Um, it was well. I mean, at that point, and I think still, like, kind of everybody a little bit assumes, like, oh, well, you're probably going to check out somebody on Facebook before you go on a date with them, but you just, like, called it out into the open, like, yeah, I know what you were for Halloween last year. Like, oh, oh, that's yeah, creepy. Okay. Well, um, I know what you were for Halloween last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, could you tell she was drunk, or was it just like, she's so fun? <laughs> 
I think it was more of a she's so fun. I'm also, um, I think I attacked, uh, approached dates differently back then, like kind of being, I think I was like recently moved to New York too and still like fresh out of college and like had ended uh, my like first and only relationship, like not like within a a year or two. So I think I was pretty naive and like, oh, I'm going to go and like do the old fashioned courting thing. And then like, we're like very, uh, just like very forward. And when she was like, oh, oh, this is great and interesting, but I kind of don't know what to do with myself. Oh, like skip the bullshit. Well, she was very, she was very skip the bullshit. Cause were you expecting to have sex with her that night? Or would, did you think it was possible? Um, uh, yeah, I thought that it was possible, but I, I think I didn't really know how to, I, I thought I was like, oh, I'll deal with that when that happens. But I was like kind of apprehensive about it. I was, I think at that point in my life, like still, a little bit apprehensive about sex in general. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. How do you approach it now? Like when you uh, when you go on a date, do you do you kind of do the same courting phase that you that you did back then? Um, no, I think it's very different now. Uh, especially like LA dating is also very different. Um, it's you know, it, I don't know. And I approach relationships a lot uh, less formally these days. Like um, more, formally. like more straight to the sex, or more how 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 oh, is no, it like, different? Just like less, like oh, let's go out to dinner, and we that is how you have a first date. Is like you go to dinner. It's more like oh, I'm gonna hang out with friends, and like I'll meet a friend of a friend, or we'll get drunk together, and like things will happen, or they won't, and then like we a little talk, or we won't. And okay, it's so it's less of, it's less formal. Yeah, that I'm a fan. I hate I hate formal dating, and that's why I got drunk because I uh you were like oh let's go to dinner, and I was like. I'm nervous and I remember asking I had a very young boss at the time he was like in his early to mid 30s and I was just like I have a date and I don't know what to do and his advice to me was to get drunk oh and she (laughs) she hated that advice oh man that's great that's really good advice (laughs) yeah because it probably threw you for a loop when I was like oh great you want to meet up let's go to a a dinner and I will pick the rest you know I was like very old-fashioned sort of mindset well yeah right? that's the thing when you when I, I i sent you the message and i was just kind of like it was like it was my own version of post secret like i just like wanted to tell you you were sexy and then like let it out into the universe Whatever happens, happens. and then when you asked me to go out i i was like i i was like told my roommate vicky i was like vicky what the fuck am i supposed to do now i was like you got me into <laughs> fucking mess you get me out but i wasn't like matt i was just yeah i'm not and even to this day i still do not like dating i mean i'm a comedian i am a socially awkward person like i don't like it i think it's really weird and uncomfortable it's a very forced Absolutely. situation i totally agree and it took me like a long time and many years of horrible like dating you know first date shitty experiences to ever realize that of like going to a thing where you're sitting across from someone at a table and like asking them this like little almost pre-written interview question yeah. bullshit of like oh what do your parents do for a living it's like it feels so. Uh, it feels so I don't rehearsed. Know, like, a, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a nice moment where you realize, oh, I don't have to fucking do that. I can just fucking let's go on a picnic or let's hang out with my friends or something. Like, it's not, yeah, it's, or let's like let's do something that I like that maybe you would want to do naturally or normally, or I'd want to do naturally or normally. Yeah. And we'll just do it together. Yeah, and that's like Aww. such a, a more adult and like more appropriate way to go about it. I think. Oh, what a gent! <laughs> how, can, may I ask how old you are? What's that? How old are you? Uh, 28. 28. Okay, you sound like you're like... Wait! 21! I thought you were younger than me. Are you also 28? Uh, (laughs) I am. I am. Well, I'm 40. Because I had a feel... I'm just kidding. You know what? I think it was... When's your birthday? April 18th. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Maybe it was just at the the time, I guess, you were... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if when it fell yeah no because i thought because i was like i was gonna say you were the only younger person that i ever even like went out with um but you were you're born in 1986 yeah okay so that's what it was so it's like not Half even a year, year. Yeah. yeah but for me that was because i had only dated people like several Much years older. older and i was yeah. coming off a relationship with someone uh-huh. who was eight years older than me so uh gotcha. The first date went well. It, you were a little shocked by her forwardness and her knowledge of your Halloween costume. Which Welcome I would, to New York. I will be too, but you know. Uh, did you have sex that night? 
Because we went we? to a bar. Uh, I mean, we we got hammered because we went for sushi and then we went to that bar in Murray Hill, right by my apartment conveniently because I only like to get drunk by my Was apartment. Jake's the Well, then we definitely hooked up then, right? Well, Probably. yeah, you slept in my bed. I mean, whether or not there was actually insertion, which is a big question on this show at many times. Like, I don't yeah. know. But I mean, we. I woke up. I had a vicious hangover. I remember getting in like my kimono <laughs> robe that I have, which is like a really cool robe. Uh, and just like <laughs> having to go to work. And like, it was just, oh, going I, was to work in, I, was in, I was in bad shape. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure shit There was a down. penis in the vagina somewhere. So you don't yeah. remember either. I don't remember the quality. I don't remember either. I remember, I kind of remember now that you say the kimono thing, like I remember that. Like, <laughs> oh, she's changing. Back. Oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> but yeah, I think that was like a, a slap, like a very drunk night. Oh and yeah. And you all from like the, I'm going to take this girl out on a first date sort of mindset. It was like, I don't know what, I'm nervous and I don't know what's going Aww. on. It's, I think it's always re, re, like almost refreshing to hear like, I was nervous and like, I'm not, I, I'm a pretty like, someone Confident, who doesn't yeah. seem ner- to be nervous, but oh my God. Yeah. So you're both nervous. I get nervous a lot. Reasons. I get nervous a lot. Yeah. And then you yeah. basically kind of like dated for two months, right? Like on and off. I mean, very like uh, every once in a once while. every two weeks we would go a couple, we went on a couple dinner you know now sporadically david do you remember the sex like any sex with her or were you both Uh, i remember yeah i remember having sex i don't remember a lot of the details i think we were i was gonna say how was corinne four years ago did she choke you (laughs) oh i don't know i think i was choking people oh she wasn't oh i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) did she wait did you what did she attempt to choke you in a sexual manner No, okay. I don't. I think I would have remembered that. <laughs> Do you remember anything about the sex? Wait, say that again. Do you remember anything about the sex? I remember it being good and fun. And, Yay! Uh, good and fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Yelp, uh, the Yelp reviews in everybody. I've done it again. No, I mean I don't. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, oh god, I was. I mean, I was in a really. <laughs> I was in a bad spot, like I, because I was not someone who drank in college, and then I that that was in a heavy that was in my heavy borderline yeah, in her partying phase i was yeah i was a real partier but i think you kind of were you you seem to hang out with your friends and, and drink a, a good deal you seem like you because you were more like social than i was more like bro but yeah, not in a gross way i am way. and was always like a big drinker and mm. uh like going out and partying and that sort of thing so i could hold my liquor pretty well how are you sexually um, now like do you date a bunch of chicks at once do you have a girlfriend what's your sitch um, I kind of date around, um, I tried to have several girlfriends and like, I never like can keep a girlfriend for very long, even though like I have an idea of like, Oh, this will be great to have a girlfriend. And then I'll try it with somebody who's like a good friend of mine. And then I was like, Oh, but within a short period of time, I feel for whatever reason, like constrained by it. And then, yeah. Yeah. you know, push that person away or break it off because I don't know. I, I think that the single life is more for me right now yeah but uh but generally you know just kind of dating around but not like dating dating anymore like oh hanging out with friends and like something will happen with like a friend of a friend yeah or, like a hookup with whoever's um, there kind of yeah that's cool what's like the weird are you kinky in bed are you like dirty i i can't i can't get a read on you because you seem so friendly he's super white and i mean that like a nice but like you are i think the white like like the the white like i imagine like your family owning a yacht like that's my when oh. i think of you yeah, I'm, I'm told i'm very very white i don't take that at all like as an offense like that is a very descriptive <laughs> word to he has a sweater tied around his neck right now <laughs> yeah like oh i like own many sweater vests and, oh, uh, and went damn. to like a super prep school with like all guy prep school. Oh, how was you know, that? In the birds of DC. That was, it was weird, but I don't have anything to compare it to. You That's know, like true. I don't have like a big uh, high there's, school there's, or high school to compare it to. So there's no like getting blown in the bathroom for you by a girl anyway, because you went to the high school. No. Damn. <laughs> there was none of that. What's like there's the- a lot of like weird prep school boy antics, like, oh, oh. we're going to. Nugger your backpack or like Ooh, sounds hot. There <laughs> were the occasional like weird, you know, like oh, I'm gonna sh- put my balls on somebody's desk or something like that. <laughs> I'm gonna put my dick in your mouth and you're gonna suck it. Wait, what? what? Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> oh now we're gay. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> weird, weird I did have a friend that would he he had this game that he played all throughout high school where he would just try to get people to look he would like put his balls somewhere and like 
cover them up with just his hand, and then he'd try to get people to look at his balls like while class was going on. Uh, <laughs> I love those occasionally guys. Occasionally, we'd have like cross registration, and girls would be in a class. Like one girl would be in our, oh. our like, you know, physics class, and he would try to get the girl to look at his balls. <laughs> And then uh, she and it cried. was hilarious. <laughs> and then she cried. Oh, uh, I don't like balls. Like a stranger's but balls. That's, <laughs> who does? Do you, David? That's about the level of, like, you know, weird sexual antics that transpired in my high school. But what about, very... like, you personally? Like, have you ever done anything, like, super kinky? Um, yeah. And I'm, like, definitely interested in the kinky world, but I'm, like, it's somewhat of a, um... I don't know if I've like delved into it that intensely. I think the, like the key, I've had somewhat kinky sex with some people, and like maybe the kinkiest thing that I've done is I hooked up with uh, a couple older women, like and they were like forty three, and that was like an interesting experience. Yeah. How um, what's what's how is sex different with a older of a woman in her forties versus a woman in her twenties? I'm they, curious. I'm curious. Uh, I feel like they're like women in their forties are like fucking go got it going on. Like they're yeah. freaks and, and they know so what they want. Like, they know what they want. They are completely unabashed, like not, you know, bashful of their sexuality and their bodies. Like even if they're older, they're just like, yeah, this is sex. Like we're doing this. Let's get, let's push the envelope. Cause they've already been like having sex and having experience for, for years. And so there's like, yeah, immediately let's, you know, do this other stuff. There's more, at least in my experience, like more dirty talk or like, it's okay if you want to do this thing. And like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> really? Uh, you mean sure, it? let's do that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. How do you, like, I always wondered how those situations with, specifically with an older woman and a younger guy, like how they play out, like how you meet, what is, I feel like she just comes up with this fucking crazy ballsy line to like, like make you, you like know, Mrs. oh, I guess that's happening now. <clears throat> Yeah, I think I have been at randomly at a at a bar or something like been hit on by an older woman, but it wasn't nothing happened with that. One of them I saw with two like older women. One at of them the was time? Oh. a dancer at this not like a strip club but like a burlesque show sort of thing. Ooh. Uh, and we like got to talking and and she gave me her number and we were like texting and like, Oh, we went on a date and I think it was from the time that she gave me her number and we started texting, I think both of us were like, oh, this is interesting. Like, you're kind of into younger guys, and I've never been with an older woman. And this is like, oh, kind of, we're both know what we're getting into. And we had one date and then, like, slept together. And then we didn't really do, like, we only slept together once. Oh, okay. Because um, it was it more of a, other, oh, go ahead. Oh, and the other one was uh, this woman through Tinder. <laughs> Ooh, Tinder's such a hot thing now. I like didn't I didn't get to experience Tinder. Is that I feel like it's huge in LA because everyone's really hot and everyone wants to fuck each other. I feel like I don't know why I think that's an LA thing, but I feel like it is. I don't <laughs> it, know. Like dating in, in LA has got to be so much different. Like you were saying that earlier, you were alluding to it a little bit, but I feel like because everyone's just so focused on the hot factor that I feel like, and yeah. there's so many hot people in LA, like a different kind of hot though. Yeah, New York is like a gritty hot. LA is like an unmistakably hot. Yeah. There is like a big mix of diversity though in LA. Like you, I mean, it's just such a big city. And the thing, the big thing with, with dating that sucks out in LA, and it's much different from New York, is that you don't just like run into people as much. There's not as many mm. occasions where you meet people or run into them yeah. you know like oh i'm gonna stop by and have a happy hour drink after uh work if you're in new york or i'm like going through a park and like maybe we'll spark up some random conversation with somebody on the subway like those things happen and you can meet new people just kind of through randomness yeah and in la it's very much like i wake up in my bubble of my apartment i go to my bubble of my car i go to like my bubble of my work and, like, there's the comedy world, which is still, like, a pretty big social world. But besides that, there's, like, not a, a lot of new outlets to find people. And I think what Tinder hit on was that sweet spot of, like, hey, here's a bunch of random people that you have the opportunity to interact with. Mm. And it was, like, the perfect fit for, like, the L.A. vibe of wanting to meet new people it's kind of yeah it's kind of like the 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 more private i guess version of wearing a name tag saying like hey i'm single i'm down to fuck or hang out or flirt or whatever the fuck is that like, a name tag that yeah. 
people wear around? I don't know, but I, I always used to think it would be it would be nice if everyone just kind of had like a physical sign that they were single instead of having to go up and investigating. And or else. like, oh god, I I have strained my neck so many times trying to look at pe- see if men are wearing wedding the rings, ring. and yeah. they always are because people get married. People I'm attracted to are always married. <laughs> Well, I realized today that everyone, uh, the, the two men I've truly adored, uh, both found the loves of their lives between the years of 1996 and 1999. So I should just hang up my hat. <laughs> because they uh, found love so early on when you were eight. Then <clears throat> yeah, when I, well, clearly the thing was, no, I was like 12 and listening to the Spice Girls. What was I supposed to do? I had no, I have no pull, you know? Yeah, yeah. If someone. 12 year old, that's fucking. Yeah, up. if you're 12 and the person that you adore is 21 and imprisoned, you know, <laughs> this is a long story, guys. Yeah, to be there. In short, I ran into... Who are these people? Well, one I don't want to say because I know I know him. The other one is that uh, this is so weird. Uh, I ran in. Do you know Damien Eccles from the West Memphis Three case? No. Okay, so oh well, you when will. you get off this when you get off this uh, case uh, uh, call, you're gonna want to Google West Memphis Three, and it's the head guy who looks very goth and um, was recently. Let out of prison, but he didn't do it. So he didn't do it. And Corinne wants to. It's like this was a huge case. A lot of celebrities were uh, his supporters of him, and he was basically wrongly imprisoned and on death row for a good portion of his life. Him and two other gentlemen uh, for the murders of these children that they still unsolved, but he didn't fucking do it. And like Eddie Vedder and Margaret Cho and a lot of uh, celebrities have uh, been. But anyway, I ran into them on the subway uh, on him, the one Damien. Yeah, on Sunday. And I mean, I was always smitten with him, but no, I can't stop thinking about it now. You like the criminals. Yeah. He's, well, he's not a criminal. That's the thing. Well, he's a the, good guy in a the, bad situation. But he's got that badass, I was in jail <clears throat> for 25 years, but he didn't do anything. Oh, and he has so tattoos. Like, well, that's the thing. It was perfect. so interesting with David because David is very attractive, but not who I would go for at all. And I think I looked at it in the way of like, this is <laughs> this is someone I can corrupt. <laughs> um, or just, <laughs> just you were so nice and like clean and pure and, you know, I wear sweaters at Christmas kind of a person. Person. And I, I don't know that. And I think sometimes people are attracted to me because they're like, this girl's going to fuck up my life. And I kind of want it for just, <laughs> but only for like six months. For a little bit. Only for like six months. Yeah. And then they're like, OK, this is too much. Can I find a normal person? Was there, David, was there a moment where because you and Corinne kind of on and off saw each other for a few months. And I know she was telling me how I think it was your your second date where she, Corinne talked to you about her ex-boyfriend for like almost an hour. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Do you remember that or were you not even phased by that? Where you're like, oh, she's just telling me about her ex-boyfriend. I remember that we had that conversation. I don't remember how long it went, but I think I remember being interested in that. Like, because, you know, I had only had an experience of like one serious long-term relationship myself. So I wanted to hear as much about like, oh, how is it? What is it like for other people? And I, and I don't remember the specifics of it, but I remember being intrigued by it. It wasn't anything like, that you would think that like put me off or like oh this is weird it was like oh shit wow that's you're heavy in, you're just interested. different sort of heavy than i've experienced oh my know? god because i thought you were just like an amazing actor and in re- retrospect in my old age i was i thought i was like i can't believe i fucking did that to somebody but basically like i was heartbroken and i was like i needed to tell somebody about it <laughs> and i remember apologizing while i remember going this has to be the most boring thing you've ever heard. And you were like, no, no, it's fine. Cause we were at like some BYOB Indian restaurant on second Avenue near like the karma hookah lounge. Oh, karma. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Totally. Yeah. We were at Tana too or something like that. Right? Yeah. And That's you were crazy. being so nice. And I was like, well, if he's not going to voice the opinion that he's, uh, you know, his fa- the fact that he's really bored, then he's going to hear, hear this story. <laughs> So You're such a nice yeah, fella. I, think I, I just thought as I mean, I, I'm usually pretty intrigued by that sort of stuff. As long as people are being like honest and actually sharing like a story, like that's interesting, you know. Um, I don't think it like put me off too much, but okay. I probably you know maybe it'll, what can a girl <laughs> what what can, what does a girl do? Like, what have you experienced on dates that a girl has done that you're like, yeah, no. Um, I I get like the, the thing that. Well, if it's like if it's a relationship that I'm like investing in at all and, you know, trying to actually make like a real relationship work, I get very put off very quickly by people that um uh too much wanna like do whatever I wanna do, you know? Uh, um yeah. I'm like, Oh uh yeah, like let's just do whatever you wanna do and like right. I don't really no have an opinion about the thing. 
Yeah. yeah, and like their happiness and like based off of my life and happiness versus their own, and you can like oh, share yeah. this thing. Wow, um, you're that hot, huh? No, <laughs> I think that's a common thing that we that we've that you hear from men though, like the do anything you want to do because like girls don't. We we're very picky. I think I was gonna say I feel like what if a girl says whatever you want to do, she's being a pushover for sure. But I feel like when guys say whatever you want to do, they just don't want to fucking fight. They don't want to deal with it. And so, they just don't give a shit as long as you're happy. Because yeah. if, if the girl isn't happy, then they have to go through hell of like this dinner's gonna suck or this wedding's gonna suck. Like the wedding we're gonna go to on a date. Oh not, yeah, and not sometimes the- I say what do you want to do, whatever you want to do, just because I know I'm the the less uh, picky, complainy person in the situation. And above anything, I will eat anything, I will do anything. I just don't want to hear you complain about what we're doing. That's like the main thing, right? right. I feel like the guys yeah. are like that because it's like if you're gonna fucking bitch if we go to place A, then let's just go to place B. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'll eat something shitty if it just means that I don't have to hear you fucking complain or yeah. send things back or get in a fight with the waiter. I'll hang myself in the <laughs> restaurant. And then you'll feel real bad. And then, every, then the then, date's gone haywire. And then they'll the date will hang himself and then the owner will hang himself <laughs> and all the waitresses will hang himself. I'm pretty sure you got a cult restaurant hanging. Domino effect suicide. Oh, God. All right, it just well. created a whole different vibe. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so so the day was going well. Was there a moment where, do you ever remember a moment of like, oh, this could go somewhere, or oh, this is casual? Like, was there ever that kind of like, let's see how it I felt. I felt it was pretty casual. I think that like bringing up an ex, even though it's like, you know, I was fine with it and I was interested in it, but being that like delving into this big thing that had just happened was like, for me, a sign of, oh, she's just getting out of this big thing and this is like a, a side thing that we're both into for like kind of, you know, for sex and for fun. Yeah. Um, that isn't really like neither one of us is really ready for, like wants to delve emotionally into. That sounds like my first date with my boyfriend in three years. <laughs> he just told me about his ex-girlfriend for two hours. Oh and I was like, God. really? But you're single? Okay, let's do this. You're the kind of person who could deal with that, though. But I no, I, I completely agree with uh, David's assessment of that. I was, uh, I was emotionally devastated and not ready for a relationship for uh, a long time. There yeah. was also a time, David, where um, I guess it was like the last time you guys had slept together where you had it was I guess it was late at night and you yeah. locked your keys out of your you locked yourself out of your apartment <laughs> and you texted oh, Corinne. Yeah. But Corinne was kind of like fucking seriously, dude. Like, I guess I don't know if it was at the tail end of like the fizzle of the casual. Well, I was fuck. the reason I was most annoyed is because I had gone to a party with my roommate that night and I had looked banging. A lot of profile pictures for Facebook were taken that <laughs> night. I really was knocking out of the park because I was really skinny because I was so depressed too. I looked fantastic. I had literally <laughs> just got taken off my clothes and washed my face and I get this oh, text. Oh, you washed all the hot off. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I was oh. enraged. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I remember thinking like I don't I don't know where else to go. Like, I'm locked out of my apartment. <laughs> I think that <laughs> you didn't have friends. Uh, no, well, I have like a roommate. I'm pretty sure. At this, did you did you come over to my place? Where was I living at that point? I've, like, I had no, I've never been to your apartment. You because you were in really? a different borough. I think you lived in yeah. Because that's what the what the thing was. I was like I think that I was living in Brooklyn, like yeah. pretty far out, like last stop on the four, sort of like far out into Crown Heights. Yeah, and I lived and in I Midtown East. Yeah. Was, yeah, and I was, like, there, but I had, like, totally lost my keys, and my roommate was, like, also drunk and lost in Manhattan, and, like, there was just the prospect <laughs> of, was lost. Going, uh, like, not not having a place to live, but also not being able to get a hold of anyone. I was like, oh, what, hey, Corinne, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> he literally... I, tried, I don't remember, I tried to play it off like it was something cool and casual, like, hey, what are you up to right now? Or was I straight up, like... Hey, I'm in dire straits. I need access. No, you did do like a what's up. And I think it was at a time where like we like we would communicate like every now and then. But like sometimes like, you know, I I would text you and then you would take like three days to get back, which like fucking infuriates me. So and then and then you had kind of gotten back, you know, and and also like I'm not an idiot. You know, it was super late at night. I was like, this is either you need something or this is like just a straight up booty call, which doesn't bother me. But in this situation, I was just like I was like kind of like over it and I was like ah whatever I'm, I'm over this um but I am even though I'm kind of mean I'm not completely heartless and I was like well what if he really is locked out I have to let him come over you know yeah, and it's nice to nice hear that guy. you were I'm glad you were <laughs> yeah, yeah it was it was like really 
And then did we hook up that night? No, because I, I I announced I was like she didn't have makeup on. I was no, I was I was kind of annoyed. And I was like, I have my period. We're not having sex. <laughs> And I'm not even against, oh, yeah. I'm not against period sex at all, but like, I just didn't know you and I didn't honestly feel like having sex. Do you have sex with menstruating women? <laughs> huh? Do you have sex with a girl when she's on her period? Uh, no, I don't think I ever have. Like, it's a very, you know, the end of it sort of, but not. Why not? <laughs> Do you have something is, against it? I don't it, know. Or does is, it freak I, you is out? That like a, I, is that allowed? Is that like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Oh God! Sex on the period is the best sex. That? Oh yeah, That's yeah. You're my favorite. We time to have talk sex. about this a lot, actually, on this podcast. And let me give you a tip. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. You gonna care with the you first for the rest like of your life. two to three days? You're gonna want to steer clear, just because the girl probably doesn't feel well Maybe physically. Yeah, and but then after that, it's amazing because it's your the girl's gonna have the best orgasm that she's ever had. Yeah. Girls are so horny during their period. Oh my god! And it's really oh, wow. not—it's really not that messy. Usually, the <laughs> this is very graphic. Usually, the blood flow stops. You put, uh, and then the put saying "put it. it put a towel down" was not—that's a real thing. Just—it's not a saying that someone grabbed out of their ass. Like it's a real saying. <laughs> or their pussy. And it, <laughs> so yeah, and I, I I highly recommend it. I mean, obviously, it's something that you're probably want to going to want to do with like a girlfriend or someone you feel yeah. like a little more comfortable. It's not a first date second date kind of a move if you ha- yeah if you have especially if you haven't done that right before. but it's it, not something you should be scared of and it's so do you great. steer clear of girls on their pe- when they're on their period of like asking them or even well, like insinuating my only experience with it has been like the like the girl will bring it up as like a hey by the way i'm on my period so we probably we shouldn't have sex or i can't have sex because i'm on my period or it's like oh, oh i'm at the very tail end of my period so there, she might be waiting might... for you. She might be giving you room. And I know this is coy, so it's her fault. But I, she might be giving you room to say, oh, I don't care. Yeah. Because ever... girls, feel, I, feel, I feel like this is the whole thing with like girls. You got to feel the guy like, out. Are, yeah. We, we, well, we're, girls, you should We're led to but... believe that like a period is like a gross thing or like that you're, you know, nothing, no smells or anything should be coming out of your vagina. Like the nothing, you know. Set my heart. So cock. girls are really insecure about. <laughs> that in general and then we feel weird because we think we're grossing you out uh but when so in, they pretend. in reality pretend. you're so horny and all you want to do is fuck everything and it's like this horrible catch 22 because it's like the time when you're not supposed to be fucking but it's the best time to fuck right and then everything and you gotta falls feel apart the, and then you, you gotta feel the guy out a tub of hog and dust is that the time when women are most fertile is that the like the very end of their period no well? no in the middle the middle of the cycle is is the okay. ovulation yeah ovulation is so, during your period actually it's the Least, least chance fertile. of getting. Yeah, I mean, oh. the the womb is. Exiting. I mean, we're a con the uterus <laughs> lining is exiting. The baby house. Yeah, I really, <laughs> the baby house. Yeah. So <laughs> interesting. Do you? Uh, are you? Uh, you confident in your sexual abilities, David? <laughs> Sorry. Are you good in bed? Do you I think mean, you're good in bed? I always like to hear what people think of themselves in bed. I feel like I'm pretty good. Like, it, it varies so so much, but I feel, like, comfortable. I feel, I feel a lot more comfortable with my sexuality now than I think when Corinne and I were dating. Um, I've had, like, more experience and just more comfortable with myself and, like, what I like. Yeah. Um, what do, so, you, yeah, I what feel do pretty you like? But it's always... Uh, I'm... I think I, I listened to only one of your podcasts in the past, but I think with me, as with I think a lot of people, men and women, it's like either you're you're fucking like it's a sexual release, or it's like somebody that you have a strong emotional connection with, and it's like a loving sort of thing. Yeah. And I go back and forth between those two things, but more because I haven't had like a long term relationship in a while. It's like just kind of fucking and having sex. Yeah. Um, Which but, there's fun sides um, to both. I think. Wait, say that again? There's fun, there's there's good sides to both fucking and like love making. Like they're both really great, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But they're different. They are different. So the fucking thing, it's kind of nice to just like fuck. It's weird because I have a boyfriend of three years, but we fuck. I mean, we make it's love making because we're in love with yeah. each other. Her we're boyfriend like Steven did defend that though. He's like, I make love. He, he did defend that, and he does. But he's so good in bed, and he's got a big dick, and I just, I, yeah, you know, right. I can go on and on, and I'm sure he'd love me too. <laughs> <laughs> we all, all the listeners know Steven. Steven has a big it's dick. Well hung. I'm sorry, Steven. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. Anyway, uh, cool. So you, you learned but, from. But Quinn. I don't think I have like any thing specific that I'm like really into besides like you know the normal 
different, a couple of different positions, but I'm not like, I haven't really delved into any like really crazy kinky stuff, but I'm always, I'm kind of intrigued by it, but I haven't had the, you know, the opportunity, I guess, to like, you know, we use a bunch of toys or like really weird role playing. It's almost like you need a girl, maybe you need somebody else to take the lead on that and you go, sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like that's how I I kind of discovered the kinkiness side the kinky side to sex is i had someone kind of just take my hand and just say well let's do this and i was game to do it and then that then that's kind of how you figure out you like it yeah well that's like sex always for me is like i kind of okay so i i you know i am a sexual person and then i came to a certain point and that was the furthest that i was going to go by myself and then you date another person that person leads you a couple steps beyond that and then they kind of take you as far as you can go and then you meet someone else and you keep doing it um, I mean, and then things get out of hand sometimes, but, and you have to, and then sometimes and then you, you go back. Band-aids. <clears throat> well, sometimes things get, get too crazy and I'm like, I just want to have like regular, just like missionary style sex. I just want a man to get on top of me and put his penis and like, and that's, and that, it's and, nice. And sometimes I feel boring, especially doing this podcast. Like people are going to expect me to like come and do some fucking presentation Flips and tricks pen and teller <laughs> style in the bedroom. And sometimes I just like want to have normal sex. Oh, missionary <clears throat> sex is one of my favorite yes. positions. Honestly. It's popular for a reason. Yeah. What is your favorite position david my favorite position yeah. uh i think on uh like on i guess on top but with uh like kind of twisted like not not Ooh. from behind but not like missionary like yeah uh, like, like one leg over one leg under sort yeah. of thing so oh men really like that one they pull guys, that one out a lot yeah <laughs> does that but feel I'm super sh- good for you for on your penis <laughs> Do you have a curved piece? Like, do you have a tilt or a curve or a wiggle? <laughs> I think that you, yeah. There's some. I, I don't know what about that one, but there you feel pretty like intimate with the person because you're like you can still look at each other, uh, and and there's something about like having the legs like kind of wrapped around you in a different way that's not quite as um, as vanilla as missionary position and not quite as like impersonal as doggy style. Yeah. Right. Doggy style is so impersonal. It feels so demeaning, but it's so I, good. I don't think it's demeaning at all. Yeah, I that, love I think doggy that one style. is like a, definitely like a, a release. Like this is what fucking is, right? This right. is like the definition. Right. Just, <laughs> That's how animals fuck. The tech in the booth is shaking his head. Yes, he's, he agrees with <laughs> but you, I David. Like, I don't think doggy style is demeaning. <laughs> I guess certain things that I guess are could be considered demeaning in real life, I like to take to the bedroom because it turns me on. Like I like that like humiliation factor. Oh. I don't think doggy style. I never looked at doggy I mean, style demeaning. I, th- I feel it's demeaning, but it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But I mean like your face is getting smashed into a pillow. Sometimes my head's getting knocked into oh. the headboard. Oh. I mean, well, I, protect, I protect my neck. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not... This is not i mean you know do you like slamming girls heads in the if heads in the headboards do you like do you do you like you do you He's like doggy a style? i don't i don't can't imagine david slamming someone's head into a headboard and i don't i mean out of lust i want to protect violence. my vision of him as to someone Aww. who's not i i feel like you're one of the you're one of you're the more really sweet upstanding people that i've slept with and i'm very proud correct you're making corinne look great by you're the making way. me look so you're, good you're just polite you're well spoken this is gonna, amazing yeah. Yeah. this is great yeah. Um, you're a bring home to no, mama. I, I don't think I did any headboard slamming. I don't, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All right. Well, we were having sex in like a twin bed from Ikea oh, anyway. Ain't twin bed sex the finest? <laughs> <laughs> With like Hello Kitty sheets because I was still in state. I mean, I'm always have them. <laughs> No, I, I, you know, at a certain point I was like, Corinne, you know, you need to take the Hello Kitty sheets off because even if you love Hello Kitty in your heart, it's disturbing when yeah. a man comes into you. When a man comes into your room. When a man and comes in your room. decked out in Hello Kitty. Um... I do want to say one thing. Uh, well, we talked about because I, Christina said I do. I like fatties. I like fa- I like fat like not chubby guys. Yeah, ch- I like chunksters with beards. Like that's and that's a very hot. That's very hot right now to like that. I want to say that I liked that before it was cool to like that. <laughs> okay. And I'm uh, and I'm kind of annoyed that it's popular right now. <laughs> um, but that being said, no, I remember you. I had like because you're you look like a physically fit person. But you took off your shirt, and I fucking had no idea how in shape you were. And you were like, "Oh yeah, I just I just started going to the gym again." And I was like, "What every just day for started? five hours?" <laughs> because that's what it looked like. Um, and I actually uh, one of my jokes that I currently do in my stand up set is based on you. <laughs> and really? I really, yeah, no I, way. That's like a huge, huge compliment. <laughs> All of this is just 
making my day, by the Aww. way. Aww. <laughs> God, you're so good. But nice. wait, what was, what's your, uh, can I hear the, the routine? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, you, you do might, the joke for us. You can watch the YouTube video, it'll be better. I got but, a YouTube channel and shit. No, but basically, <laughs> I talk about how I like having sex with fat guys. Um, and then, you know, I talk about, you know, I was like, you know, but I have a good concept of what I look like. You know, I'm not supermodel pretty, but I'm stewardess pretty. Uh, Christina's reciting along with me. (laughs) So like I fucked ripped guys before that being you. Um, and then I say for me, uh, fucking a ripped guy, however, is like wearing a pair of stilettos. Uh, it's a very sexy idea, but I'm going to wake up sore in the morning. Uh, because I remember you one like one night I woke up and you like held it was very nice I felt very protected Shit, you, you held, held so me tight. so tight Aww. and you were so muscular that like I had a backache <laughs> Holy shit. You were so in shape. And I was like, not not that I, like, the, my boyfriend before that was in good shape, but not, like, not hard muscles. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I say, yeah, uh, and then I go on to say, but fucking a fat guy is, like, wearing a pair of Uggs. Because uh, sure, all your... <laughs> Sure, all your friends think you're disgusting, uh, but you've never felt more comfortable or more yourself, right? And it, and uh, so you you get you are there's a shout out to you many nights on stage in New York City, David. <laughs> David oh, that's awesome. That's David, so you're cool. famous. <laughs> Do you have any uh, uh, closing remarks you want to say to Corinne before oh my you part ways? Close closing remarks? Yeah, about, about, we we have to wrap about it what? up about, about anything about your life. life. About <laughs> oh man. It, I, I no, I can't think of any. I mean, uh, it was great, and it was. Uh, I think my relationship with Corinne was like just what I wanted and needed at that point in my life too. It was like I was that, as Corinne said, like that white bread, like super vanilla thing that was like really interested in delving into something, you know, like having a, a sexual relationship, and that was great. I think of it fondly. Oh, that's awesome. No, this is, you know, every time I do this podcast, I'm like, I give myself a pat on the back (laughs) for my great selection of people. Most (laughs) times, every now and then there's a clunker, Uh, (laughs) but not lemon. No. And I feel like I always like the person more because I was trying, I was actually really nervous about today and I'm usually not nervous for the podcast because I tend to have sex with people I know really well. I'm because I'm not, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm very socially weird and stuff, but uh, I was nervous because I was like, I don't, I haven't talked to him since 2009. I didn't really know him that well. I was intoxicated for a lot (laughs) their time together uh but no I, I remember it fondly too like it was fun and it was yeah it was fun and flirty and sexy and carefree and it also was like you know gave me some balls I was like good sometimes when you message someone on Facebook and say they're sexy like you get to have sex maybe with them. something will come out of that yeah and something did come out of that and into her and, yeah, and it was I great think girls in general just like if you think someone's hot or whatever tell them and then maybe you could interview them on a podcast several years later yeah actually that's a big thing with um I really don't like even have the patience for people that just don't go out and try to seek what they want or like at least be open and honest about it. Like the few times in my life that I've had relationships or interactions with women that they're like coy or playing some weird mind game or whatever. Like that's no guy wants that ever. I think that everyone is kind of like, even if it doesn't work out, like that you went and were honest and like, you know, approach some guy or said something honestly. Yeah. That's a respectable quality in a human. You know, it's just an admirable quality. It's an admirable thing to be. And you can't not think of that person fondly if they were so honest with you. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so Guys, much. Guys, this David. is, I feel very, like, this is like, this is like a Mr. Rogers episode. Yeah, I really we just really wrap it. this up. This our, is great. I feel good. I don't feel put bad. Our shoes back on. About anything. I feel great. <laughs> Do you? This is wonderful. You feel good, David? I feel great. I feel great. I'm going to go out and conquer the world now. This is such a positive episode. And we needed it because we had some heavy ones. Yeah. We had some heavy ones. All right. Well, thank you. So I'll I'll, I'll, t- I'll message you or text you or whatever later because, you know, we don't we can talk personally or whatever. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right, guys. Uh, That's it for Guys hey, We Fucked this week. Bye. Bye. Um. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. This is Guys We Fucked. Uh, we are on iTunes. So you can listen to us on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just look up Guys We Fucked. Uh, email us at sorryaboutlastnightshow at gmail.com or tweet us at sryaboutlastnyt. That's it, guys. Thank you. I feel so good now. Okay, I feel good bye. Too. Have I'm a good, good week. Jog. <laughs>